Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you are listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each week, we bring you a woman who can help you in many areas of your life, your relationships, your business, your self-esteem. In fact, I have feel, felt so connected to all these women for all these years, I've decided to co-author a book called Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life. It's full of skills and insights about how to achieve your purpose and make a difference in this world. It will soon be available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble websites. But today, I'm very excited to bring you one of my amazing co-authors of this new book. Her name is Lisa Menini. She is a very successful entrepreneur, speaker, and radio host. Her best-selling book, Me, Myself, and Why, The Secrets to Navigating Change, tells us how she became a successful entrepreneur and founded her company, Accelerate Associates. Lisa advises companies about around the world how to develop profit-making systems. Lisa's chapter in Leading Women is called Four Lessons from a Tire Iron. I'm excited to talk to her about her chapter and also her new ebook, Get More Clients Now. So I want to welcome Lisa and thank you for sharing your expertise on conversations with smart, amazing women. Lisa, thank you so much for being with me. It's been a while and we've both been busy. I can see looking at your website, looking at all the things that you've done since we've last spoken, another book amazing things are going on. I'm so excited that you're a co-author with Leading Women, but uh, I want to welcome you back to Conversation with Smart Amazing Women. Thanks for being <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here and, and talk to you, Nancy. It's always a pleasure. Well, thank you very much. You know, I don't know if anybody's going to remember all the stories, but I think it's so important, uh, especially the 20 women in this book, is that we each have a story why we do what we do. We each have a story that has brought us to this point in our life. Even today, as, as I'm sitting here talking with you and you're sitting there talking with me, we've each come down a path and been had life experiences. But that personal story is so very important, especially for women. It's what bonds us. It's what, it, it is what connects us. Oftentimes, it's also which really equalizes the playing field, so to speak, because I think women who look at other women sometimes, we're very bad at comparisons. I mean, we know that. You know, we look at their clothes, we look at their how beautiful they are, how thin they are. But sometimes when we see a very successful woman like yourself who's got it all together, looks good, beautiful, smart, successful, the women tend to say, gee, it, it looks so easy for her. <laughs> and we, you and I both know that, Lisa, that's not, that's not even close to being the truth. I mean, I've been I've been in the school of hard knocks. You've been in the school of hard knocks. But I think telling your story really helps women to go. You know what? Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can find my find my passion, find my dreams, make them come true. So let's start there. And you've got a great story, but mm. let's talk about why you do what you do. Well, I um, I for most of my career, I enjoyed a very successful career uh, climbing the corporate ladder. Uh, navigating a lot of organizational change, whether it was mergers, acquisitions, divestitures. And I remember one day the decision was made to dismantle the division that I was working in. And uh, I had a lot of people that said, you know, Lisa, you really should start your own business because you intuitively coach people through a process. 
I had a quality uh, improvement in, in systems background, and, and I said, you know, I've never owned my own business before. I would know the first thing to do. Yeah. And um, I remember going to a networking, driving to a networking appointment down the freeway, uh, and I'm thinking in my head, gee, is starting a business, my job's going away, got to lay me off, <laughs> in addition to a whole lot of other people at the time. I said, is starting a business and writing a book the right decision? And as I was driving down the freeway asking the question, all of a sudden something popped up from the freeway headed straight at me. I closed my eyes, put my hands in front of my face, heard this big whooshing sound and dinging going around in my front seat. I opened my eyes to find a shattered windshield, a softball-sized hole in the windshield, and a four-foot, five-pound semi-truck's tire iron in the front seat of my car. And all the while, I'm going, oh, my gosh. (laughs) I got off to the side of the road. I landed in a parking lot where I called the police, and I waited for them to arrive. And I got out of the car. Um, My knees were shaking, and I shook off all the shards of glass, although not a scratch on me. And it was then that I realized, Nancy, how lucky I was. There was a six-inch gash in the steel hood of my car that was peeled open like a hot knife on butter. That tire iron peeled it open, and thankfully it changed the trajectory of that tire iron, missing me by four inches. And each police officer came on scene that day. They looked at me, they looked at the damage, and they said, you know, lady, you're on this earth for a reason. Now, moments earlier had been asking, gee, is starting a business and writing a book the right decision? (laughs) I think I got my answer, and I really started creating a system for bringing in more clients, more money, and and living a life you love, and a business you love, and a profitable business you love. And... um, because I didn't want, the first two years was a struggle for me. I'm very honest about that. The first two years were a struggle. You're putting money back into the business. You're not making a whole lot. Yeah. And really worked at, at doing that. But I found that a systems approach makes it so much easier mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. people to do work in alignment with who they are yeah. and do work that they love. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, my background's in systems also, but, but you know, I, I guess, Lisa, what, what people do need to understand is, you know, uh, when they do look at su- successful people, they don't realize the amount of time and energy that it does that people do put into it. Mm-hmm. You know, and what's the old saying, the harder I work, the luckier I get, and I think that's part of it, too. But first, you really have to have the confidence, and, you know, and I think that's that's something that women really, really have to tap into that, is that confidence to really make those changes, to be fluid, to be flexible. And I think that's part of, you you know, you're talking about is really, you know, remembering and reminding yourself of your passion, your purpose, your drive. And and I know as a coach, I'm sure that has a lot to do with what you, especially working with women and women entrepreneurs. And, and, and that's really one of your expertise is working with entrepreneurs to really develop them. And I, and I guess what you what you call finding your true self, but being finding that authentic self as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I do. And you're right that people look at at uh, your success. And I'm working with entrepreneurs. I'm known in over 11 countries. That didn't happen overnight. No, <laughs> right? no. And and as I work with entrepreneurs in different in in different industries, uh, franchise industry as well as uh, independent entrepreneurs, it's really interesting to find their stories and what makes them unique. And I think when people tap into their own uniqueness, your clients will be attracted to that 
because yeah. they'll align with your story, what makes you unique and how you can help them and how uh, empower them. And I think as women, as leaders, we need to also pay it forward and pay it also uh, to those that are up and coming and yeah. mentor them. Um, you know, I was at a, um, a meeting recently and I thought, wait a minute, when did I become the oldest person at the table? <laughs> it used to be that I was the youngest. Yeah, I don't know how, it just happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, now it's, it's more mentoring opportunities. And I think as women, uh, we now have that uh, position where we can mentor other men and women um, as they're coming up the ranks. Yeah. Well, but but I think it works both ways, you know. I mean, if you're a mentor, you also need a mentor. And I Mm -hmm. think that's something that we're getting so good about. And, again, the book Leading Women is a collaboration of 20 women. But the point is is I think we're finding, especially as women entrepreneurs or women leaders, is that it is a lot more fun, it's a lot more productive when you surround yourself with people that have expertise in areas that you don't necessarily have, but yet they can still be your support. Mm-hmm. They can still offer consultation, advice, whatever you want to call it, to really help you to continue to thrive. Because, you know, Smart Amazing Women is about helping women stay smart and amazing. But then, mm-hmm. as you said, it's so important to pay it forward and to really start helping those women come up to, through the ranks who are, who are just starving for mentors, women like you, women like me, who they can just sit down and talk with and say, how did you do it? Mm-hmm. You know, how did you have the courage? How did you have the confidence? How did you have the resource? Or where did you find the resources and the support to do what you do? And those right. are those are all such key ingredients to for women to be successful. One of the quotes in your that you have is, when you work in alignment with who you are, it's not work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably a, a good place for us just to kind of share that, with, especially with women, is, when you are in alignment, what's going on? What happens to people when they truly are, you know, being who they are or who yeah. they are? Yeah, because I think a lot of uh, times people mix up you know, their natural wiring with, you know, some behaviors, right? And, yeah. and, and here's the distinction that's really critical, is most people don't really understand their natural wiring. And their natural wiring is part of your nurture, it's present at birth, it emerges about two years old, and it stays with you your entire lifetime. That's why not every, you know, people look at competitors. Well, you're, you're differentiated by your hardwiring. There are something you uniquely do that nobody else does, and it's related to your natural hardwiring. And I'm not talking about behaviors here because we know something about behaviors. We, we know that we don't behave the same way as we did when we were 18. Behaviors change sure, over time. Absolutely. And they change because of our education, our experiences, but your natural wiring is something that's uniquely you. And, and how, uh, what I discovered about myself is that I uniquely look at um, how, uh, you know, people often ask me, you know, how did you know to ask that question or how do you see these disparate ideas and you somehow connect them? Well, that's part of my nature, part of who I am. And mm-hmm. when you tap into this natural hardwiring and even structure your business model that's consistent with how you naturally execute, it's not work. But the problem is 
there are a lot of people that say, oh, this, bo- this business model works, and they try to emulate it, and they wonder, well, why isn't this working for me? Well, it's because you're wired differently. Mm-hmm. And when you can really tap into that, really understand it, then you will be motivated. And when you understand how it contributes to your entire organization and your business, what happens is everybody stays motivated because you're speaking to their natural wiring, Mm -hmm. and they get it. They stay Mm -hmm. motivated, and it affects every part of your business, whether it's team building or sales or leading your organization. Sure. Yeah, and and I think that's the the pitfall, especially women. We have to to avoid is that those comparisons. Of course, you know the market drives us. We are the consumers. We buy eighty eighty five percent to almost ninety percent of the products mm. and services, especially right. in the United States. But that we are also suspect to the marketing, suspect to the to the things that we hear that are going to make us. Uh, you know, successful, make us make us beautiful, make us, you know, get us the, the life that we truly want. And I think that's especially where women have to be very, very careful about finding their true selves and really really finding what makes them feel good and makes them feel satisfied and, and mm-hmm. accomplished in this world. And also take those accomplishments and, and truly um, build upon those. I, I think women aren't very good. We're not, we're not very good about once we have, once we get to a, I don't know about you, I, I've received many awards throughout my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'll be honest, there's times when I'll go, okay, give me that, give me that award and then what's next? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And give me that and I'll put it over there. It looks really good on my coffee table or where, up, in my, up in my cabinet. But the thing is, is that, you know, when when women really do start to to really understand those unique abilities yeah. and talents, you know, and I think what's so cool now is that women now can be women. Mm-hmm. We, I was laughing with another one of the co-authors this week about wearing power suits. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever want, wore one oh, yeah. in a tie. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, we were we were women try, really ready to make it big in the world of business, but but we were in the world of make it big, big as business as as being guys. You know, so now mm-hmm. I think what's really going on is is that women are now really truly understanding this, this these feminine skills, or as one of the authors says, or these feminine unique talents and abilities really are to our advantage, not to our disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we really tap into them and understand that uh, they're a big contribution, uh, there's nothing like, uh, you, you know, we, we get into a lot of beliefs, too, about uh, our contributions as women uh, in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, uh, and I hear this often, even the most successful CEOs uh, that I've mentored um, have this belief that, oh, you know, I didn't speak up in that meeting because, whatever, okay, they've got stuff going on, yet they don't realize the bold leader that they are and when they contribute, when they speak up, when they have a bold ask, then they feel so much more empowered rather than shrinking. And Mm -hmm. this is no Mm -hmm. longer a time of shrinking. Today's marketplace needs bold leaders, men and women, but we need to be able to speak our minds and um, and contribute in a way that forwards that conversation that really makes a big impact in the world because we need it now more than ever. Yeah, 
Well, I call it tooting your horn. A man, uh, of course, and I don't mean to make comparisons, but but uh, a man you'll know is his you'll know his, his golf score. You know you'll know how much he makes. You know you, you'll know where he went to school. You'll know how many children he has. You'll know where he went on vacation. You'll know what he's he's getting into now, whether it's scuba or whatever else. And and women, we need to do the same thing because mm-hmm. I think part of it is being interesting and part of it is being likable, but also part of it is is being vulnerable. Part of it is being available. And I think that authentic self, when people truly, you let them in and see who you are, you know, I, I want to be around someone like that. I want to be mm-hmm. spend time with someone who, who truly is interesting, has tells me who they are, and is excited about who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think yeah. this is, again, that, that coaching that you're talking about, is that even that CEO is that, you know, Share who who you are. Share those unique talents and and how exciting you are and and you know what you do that makes you who you are. And I think that's uh, again the exciting thing about leading women. The book and everything that we're doing is that we are sharing. You know, we're going to say, okay, we're sharing because you know what? It's important. It's mm-hmm. important for people to know who you are so they they can connect with you. I mean, we're all desperately wanting to connect in 2014. I think there's been such a disconnect between people in general is that we're looking for people that are authentic. We're looking for people that we can truly develop relationships. And I'm talking about in business as well. The people I do business with, I know. They know me. I know them. It's a relationship. And it is all about relationships. And when you share and you're fully self-expressed and you're sharing, people people are drawn in. They're interested in that, right? And the more that you share uh, which is what I love about leading women um, in their people sharing their experiences and the impact that it's had on their life and so that you can learn from their experiences. And that's really what we're all here for on this earth is to learn from our experiences and be able to powerfully move in a way that pulls everyone up to another level, right? Rather than, you know, gone are the days of trying to, you know, sabotage others. And you said it earlier when you said, you know, women are about supporting women or collaboration. That's what this is about is we're going to be able to move this world forward when we collaborate and be able to respectfully disagree, and that's okay. We can have differences of opinion, but being fully expressed in why you have those opinions and and, uh, and in a way that doesn't disparage someone rather than um, just discusses what the differences are. Well, and, and you talk about profitability and, and, you know, getting more referrals, getting more clients, that, that it, is, it is okay to be successful. It is okay mm-hmm. to make money. Mm-hmm. And, and, again, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing the number of women go, oh, what do you make or how much do you make or, or, you know, do you want more money? Well, yeah, I do. But the point is a lot of women don't talk about that. It's, right. it's again, uh, pretty is as pretty does. But, you know, for me, the money that I make and, and I have the ability to do the things I want to do, money is a vehicle. You know, and mm-hmm. I think when women begin to understand that money and profit, profitability, being profitable, ha- being, being well off, being a- able to do the things you want to do, money is a vehicle. Women will get it more and more. Mm-hmm. That, that success is also... You know, you're worth it, you deserve it, and then being and having the money to do so is a vehicle to do the things in your life that you truly, truly want to do. Mm. And I, that's where success comes for more and more women now, too. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree. And oftentimes they'll listen 
uh, more to the the negative belief systems. You know, I'm not enough. I don't know enough. I blah 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 blah. And and we need to retrain ourselves and say those powerful affirmations to ourselves, those powerful mindset systems every day. Well, why wouldn't you spend more time um, saying good things to yourself and really celebrating those awards that you win? Yeah, yeah. And and the fact that you make good money, a lot of money, and you get to do the things you want to do and and you live an exciting life. And you know what? It's just darn okay. In fact, it's pretty good, pretty good Mm -hmm. to be me. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. I guess I come, I travel between uh, several places, and they'll say, "Well, I'm spending more and more time in California." And they said, "And you're spending more more time in California?" Said, yes. And I said, "And I really like it there." I said, "You know, I'm finding finding I'm finding more more of me." Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I guess that's part of it. It's when you when women start to find more of themselves, and they remember who they are, the possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. And, and again, surrounding yourself with pe- the people that you want to be as well. You become the people you spend time with, mm-hmm. and so the collaboration and this surrounding yourself with powerful women who are successful, who are profitable, who are you know authentic and really know themselves and are they like themselves? Yeah, they like yeah. themselves makes and a then- tremendous amount of difference in your life, but. I, I truly know that uh, women can do just about anything, especially when we put about four of us, four or five of us in a room. Uh, we can have an event hammered out or just about anything else, a business plan, whatever, when you put four or five women in a room. So it's pretty mm-hmm. pretty amazing. And, and, you know, to your point, Nancy, um, really understanding, uh, encircling yourself with those people you want to be around, number one, and number two, being okay with saying no. Yeah. That sometimes... You need to say no, and and sometimes women just, you know, say yes out of obligation or they want to be nice. Well, it's that (laughs) likability quotient. You know, you want to be liked. You don't want to be disliked. But I mean, there's there's different ways to get to be liked. You you can be liked for being a good leader. You can be liked for being a good communicator. You can be liked because you see the big picture. You can be liked because you but because you're a team player and you bring the, the people together and create opportunities for others. I mean, there's lots and lots of ways, mm-hmm. but there also are boundaries, and I think that's an issue that women do have, mm-hmm. especially in the workplace. Well, they haven't they have in their communities, they have in their you know mothers that you know with children is creating boundaries, which is you know this is my boundary, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, this is, this is what I will do and this is what I will not do. And it doesn't make me any less or any less likable. It's just that this is a boundary. I, I, I don't know. I tend to respect people who are able to, to create those boundaries for themselves. And, uh, you know, I've been around other women, especially as I was, you know, working and getting my education and working in different places that I oftentimes would hear someone say, well, what about your family? What about your children? And, and I would say, you know, my children uh, are doing extremely well. They're learning things they wouldn't necessarily learn with, <laughs> instead of me being a helicopter parent, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, there, is a, there is a fine line, but I think the, the exciting thing is, well, maybe you can tell me from your perspective because of coaching, what are you seeing as far as women and what do you see as far as, far as some of the things that are happening that, that are positive that we can really look forward to? Well, I see women becoming more involved uh, now in uh, policy making uh, because they realize a lot of the policies, uh, even uh, becoming more politically aware and uh, knowing that 
a lot of the things that are shaped, they want to be part of shaping that. Um, and they need to have the feminine voice as part of shaping some of those policies and procedures that we see politically. So I see, I see a lot more women choosing that or choosing to become involved in that, especially with a lot of women CEOs that I work with and the men CEOs that I work with too, but particularly women becoming much more involved in that process and uh, being able to get their voice out there and being fully self-expressed um, in the world and, of course, you know, the technology has made that more and more possible with the Internet and things that are happening out there and, and to really have a voice and to be that truly self-expressed individual that they are and, uh, and contributing in, in much bigger ways. I, I, yeah, I mean, I hear this from many of the co-authors, is having a seat at the table. You know, it's interesting when uh, I'm on several different boards and bank boards, and I'm oftentimes uh, the minority woman in the room, which is I'm perfectly comfortable with. But again, the reason they say have a seat at the table because there's the main table, there's the conference table, and then around the room there there are ta- there are chairs. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I see a lot of women sometimes, uh, I would call them women that don't believe they should sit at the table. They sit around the surrounding on the outside of the table. So when I, I think when we say have a seat at the table means be at the table, be, be there to, to use your voice, to use your, your ideas and, and be a decision maker. And I think that's, again, key for women's success as well, is have a seat at the table and use that voice and hear and, and be heard and make decisions. And, and I think that's happening more. We need more of it. There's no doubt about it. But I'm glad to hear that you're seeing more of that and, and, and finding that to be more of a truth because it really is. It's until we, but again, those women have to support one another too. But yeah. I'd like to see more women just kind of push over and push their chair in there and go, here, I'm going to sit at this table. Excuse me, can you scoot over a little bit? I think that would be. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. Excuse me, could you just put your chair over there a little bit? I'm going to scoot this one in right now. So uh, anyway. That's right. Well, you're, you've got a best-selling book, Me, Myself, and Why, The Secrets for Navigating Change. And you're doing so much with the Accelerate Associates and, and coaching, but I know there's so many things you're doing, and, and we want people to go to your website. So what is it you want them to know about what you're doing, what's coming up, and what, what, what they need to know right now today? Well, first of all, I'm just so delighted to be part of the Collaboration for Leading Women. This is an exciting time to be. And uh, for those women business owners, um, when they go to my AccelerateAssociates.com site, they can uh, see my ebook, Get More Clients Now, Three Steps to More Clients, More Money in a Business You Love. And it really shows them a systems approach to profitability. And what that means is a very holistic approach by really understanding and mastering your inner entrepreneur, systematizing and monetizing your business and executing your business blueprint. And um, I uh, work with people um, all over the world and, and show them how they can really work in alignment with who they are and that's all and, and make a big in, a big impact and a big contribution to the world while doing that. And so uh, that's what they'll find uh, when they go to my website and they can download the ebook uh, Get More Clients Now uh, for free. So it's right on my uh, website. Good. Yeah, and I've I looked at it and I read part of it, and so it's going to be. You've got some great great things that they can go in and just learn about, and you've got some great opportunities on your website. So, Lisa, we're just getting started. We're always just getting started. Every day is a new day, but 
bringing 20 women to collaborate and leading women, uh, I think that that's quite a powerhouse, and we're going to definitely make a make a real impact in this world. But smart, amazing women helping other women to stay that way. But those women who are who are sitting there wondering about what they want to do, if they can do it, and who's going to help them to do that, those are the women that we can help as well. So we can change the world, we can make it better, and I'm so excited about that. And thank you so much for being a part of that. Thank you for mm-hmm. talking with me today. Thank you so much. Uh, continued success in all things. That's what Thank it's about. You. We support yeah. one another, and we sure support you in any way we can at the Women Connect for Good Foundation. Thank you so much, and you have a wonderful day. Thank you.